Welcome back to the Pop Punk Emo Supremo Podcast featuring not one but two hosts more sexier than ever. We got Roper. I'm just wearing sweatpants. And we got Hunter. I'm wearing gym shorts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're we really have, classing it up today. We have not been working out. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> we don't plan to. Nope. So this week, we have something a little bit... A little interesting. Yeah. Um, we decided to do a little bit of an interview with uh, a band that we kind of come close to on the social medias. Yeah. Um, that would be our friend Sucker Punch, formerly known as New Shoes. Yeah. Um, and we titled it The Life and Struggles of an Up-and-Coming Band. But first, we wanted to ask you guys, what are some up-and-coming bands? What, what did we ask? <laughs> I asked. We asked them. Uh, who are some of their favorite up-and-coming bands that we should check out? Yeah, there's so many of them. There's, like, honestly, before I did this podcast, I had no idea how many, like, smaller bands there are in the scene. There's so many. There's so many. And, like, most of them, like, have something to offer. That's what's so cool about it. Um, and I love that. So, uh, Roper, how about you? We start off this little list we got. We will. Uh, Years Down said Gunpoint Alibi. Have you heard this one? I haven't. Me either. Well, this is all we're going to say the whole time. So unless there's a we few, say otherwise. There's a few that I went and listened to as they were commenting. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I was terrible and didn't come back <laughs> and <laughs> check out more. So I'm sorry. Well, you know, we still have, we still have opportunities. Yeah. Uh, T. Kells says, Near Friends, legit the best music I've heard in my life. I listened to this one and these guys sing in all Japanese. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. They've got three songs on Spotify. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Feeling this, Pop pop Punk Radio said, out of time. I know these guys. Yeah. That was so crazy when he commented that. I actually had a little bit of a conversation with out of time. I saw that. And they were like, I was like, I've seen you guys play. uh, Because I saw them play with Keep Flying in like this little tiny coffee shop in like Florida. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even remember where it was. Um, and it was so weird, but I remembered them and I was like, oh yeah, then they're really good. They follow me on TikTok, Did they which really? is weird. Cause I don't put anything podcast related on there. Huh? I've only had like four videos too. So they, they're really embarrassing. I like, so. didn't even know that you did TikToks. Yeah. They're not good videos, but <laughs> I'm on sell there, yourself. but they like it. Well, that's so. good. That's yeah. a, that's a plus right there. Um, Sterling MKE said, love what you do. We love it that you love what we do. Thank you. <laughs> or is it a band? It's not a band. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just a... They gave us a compliment. Oh, wow. I don't receive those too often, so... It yeah, just you, don't, you don't know what to do with a compliment. I don't. I don't. So I'm going to move on. Uh, Patrick <laughs> Barrel uh, said, Radio Flower. I'm obsessed with these guys. We'll have to check them out. Another one. Yeah. Jay Saint NYC said, Tired Radio. I have radios. Heard, I haven't heard these heard these guys yet me either but hopefully they don't make me sleepy <laughs> okay uh patrick carroll said arms link these guys fucking rule i was gonna say i kind of feel like i recognize that name yeah i've had one of their songs on one of our lists oh that's yeah. why on the on the fall songs oh okay yeah. very cool these guys are really good they just put out a new ep last year too that was really phenomenal really fire as the kids would say fire yeah dude uh Troubled Rebel of Tiny Falls said, "Sad Saturno. They are primary. They are a primarily Spanish singing band. But even if you don't speak Spanish, they're great, and their songs are honestly some of 
my favorites of all time. So we, I'll definitely give that a listen too. Yeah, I feel like I need to start a little playlist just to get mm-hmm. these all out of the way. Um, Lost in Transit said, Weather Worn Band. I've definitely listened to this band before. The name sounds familiar. I feel like we've actually had them on the show before. Oh, really? I feel like I could be wrong, it would have but I definitely to, recognize that name. It would have had to have been like first season then. Yeah, a while ago. Uh, Luca Ritz said, Cotter, official. I'm assuming the band's name is yeah, Cotter. Cotter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what if the band's name was Cotter Official and their like and their Instagram handle was like Cotter Official Official? Officials Official. Mm-hmm. That would be. This is the official page of Cotter. Official. Official. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carson Farrell says, I don't know if you guys ended up checking out Bad Friends, but they're pretty awesome. They currently have three singles. Two were released in the past couple months. So. I, sh- I showed you these guys. They're the ones where the where the bridge of the song they're like shut up oh okay. shut up <laughs> okay yeah so we've definitely yep <laughs> we definitely have heard them yep this is really sounding really good yeah ronnie toplin says stay the course uh denver colorado would love if you checked us out so it must be his band mm. i will check check them out we'll do it we'll do it don't twist our arms no. we'll do it don't worry um i'm sure there are tons and tons of other small up-and-coming bands um a lot of which which we've had on the show yeah. i think we've ex- like shown you guys tons of like really good music yeah um and not to pat was, our own backs yeah i mean i'm, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take a compliment but i sure as hell can give myself <laughs> give one out. um and uh wow there's just there uh, this i think is our most uh replied to yeah um uh, question questionnaire if you will yeah. um so yeah we uh we did pretty great on this one yeah, but I appreciate it but we got some new releases of the week we do and we should share them real quick this is gonna be a fun one roper what'd you have uh this week i picked a band that i didn't think i would like their new single but Aww. i picked state champs what with their song everybody but you featuring ben barlow So turn the music up louder, tell everybody come through, cause I'm having a party, inviting everybody but you, everybody but you. And <laughs> I'm waiting for you to I'm, do the impression. I'm already like... I've had this song stuck in my head since Friday, and it's every time I do the Ben Barlow, everybody by you, break my back, dude. It's like I don't think I don't know why I like this song. It's just fun. It is. It's you a know? really fun song. I feel like they they knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah. I don't think it like is up to like around the world and back. No. Um, but I do think that this is just a fun song to play and i think yeah i think too like when they play it live like i could definitely see myself getting hyped to it oh yeah it's just so cheesy but it's good yeah yeah it's not it's not like revolutionary by any means but no. it gets the job done yeah it gets the job done um, nice and fun but roper i have something i feel like this is a little like i don't know to me it was very revolutionary um so mom jeans released their record sweet tooth yeah um i chose the song hippo in the water
I know you haven't had too much time with this record. Yeah. But I've listened to it quite a bit, and it's I, I can't think of a release that is uh, better than this record so far of the year. Um, I love it. And yeah. I'm not a Mom Jeans fan. Like, I wasn't, like, one who followed them throughout most... Like, I knew about them, and I listened to a few of their songs, and I was always kind of like, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Like, never... But, like, this record... Mwah. They're putting out some fire, dude. It's it's really good. I remember listening to some of the singles and being like, "Yeah, this is really good." And but like, finally, when I heard enough people say that the record was like really good, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll put it on and give I it a li- chance." I liked every single that they put out. Yeah, I I think this record it just flows amazingly well. It's fun and it's not overproduced. Yeah, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I highly recommend that you guys go and check out their new record because I think it is so far my favorite release of the year. Yeah, for sure. Um, we get some other notable releases. Uh, I'm a, can I talk about the first one? You can do it. Because yeah. I really want to. Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. She's back, baby. She is. And she released Love Sucks, S-U-X. Wow. I know. Her spelling sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, I've listened to this record all the way through a few times. And here's my thoughts. I think it is the best Travis Barker released album so far out of, of what this I've heard. new era maybe kenny hoopla would kind of yeah pass it up um but I, if i as soon as like the record's over on spotify it just goes to like other uh, some of her other songs and you're like and i was like this better. is so much better yeah like so like if this if this album was like maybe a 6.5 or 7 out of 10 then her older records would be like 10 out of 10s for me. Really? And I don't know if it's just nostalgia, but I really feel like there's just, it doesn't sound as compressed maybe to me. It doesn't sound like everything's as like, it just sounded like it was felt more natural. Yeah. And whenever Travis Barker puts his little style on shit, it just sounds like you've been saying it was created in a factory. Yeah. Um, and I hate to say it, but Machine Gun Kelly is a feature on my favorite song on this record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's because he's on the record. I just think it's because it's a fun song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought about maybe like making this a bigger deal where we could talk about this record, but I, Probably mm, not. Maybe we can. I could try to listen to it. <laughs> I can attempt. I can attempt to do it. Um, but yeah, so maybe we'll come back to this. I don't know. It's it's probably the biggest release of the year so far. Yeah. I can't think of a I bigger mean, one the, at least. In the commercial world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh Dashboard Confessional put out a new album called All the Truth That I Can Tell. We um, both haven't listened to this yet. I haven't listened to it. But it's but, on our list. Yeah. I'm like seeing them on Wednesday with Jimmy Eat World, so... So you gotta listen to that record I, real quick. I will have to listen to it today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll play a few of the oh, yeah. songs up there. Um, Bowling for Soup. I did listen to this one. Yeah? Yeah. I wanna be Brad Pitt. I love Bowling for Soup. <laughs> Dude, Bowling for Soup is like, there's just nothing... Like, they're just such a pure, they're fun, fun band. They're fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just can't beat it. Um... I haven't listened to it yet, though. Oh, you haven't? No, I was trying to before we came oh, yeah. in here, and then we ran out of time. Yeah. Um, I, I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I will. I've never hated a Bowling for Soup song, that's for sure. Um, but that that's our releases of the week. Yeah, dude. Um, this was a big week. Very there was a lot big. of releases. Um, we get all of our information from Reddit on the Pop Punkers page, um, and they do like a new releases category. And yeah. I was scrolling through it and I was like amazed at how many new releases had come out. Yeah. So, um, I highly recommend that you do the same. You just go ahead and scroll through and make sure you're not missing uh, a few bands that you like. Yeah. Or you might find someone new that you like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but Roper, we got a really cool interview. Yeah, we if you do. Will, coming up talking about the 
the lifestyles of the rich and the famous. No, no we're not talking to get Charlotte. You're right. You're right. How, but how cool would it be if we were? It would be, but you know what's cooler? We talked to Sucker Punch. Hell yeah. And they are some of the nicest, coolest guys. Yeah. Um, so how about we uh, fucking jump into it? Jump on in there. Some bigger names in the scene, such as Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, Haley Williams, Pete Wentz, and Billy Joel Armstrong, but they all had to come from somewhere. So in this episode, we are joined by the guitarist Billy and drummer Tyler from Sucker Punch to discuss the life and struggles of a small band. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was. <laughs> you guys are in sync. That's a band for you right there. Maybe. Uh, yeah, guys, we're like super pumped to have you on. Uh, Sucker Punch and uh, the Pop Punk Emo Supremo boys uh, have been talking for it feels like a while now. Yeah. We always uh, flirting in the DMs, so it was really yeah. cool to have you guys on the show. Um, I figured we could start off with just kind of asking about you guys. So, uh, can you guys tell us how you got into the scene of music? All right. Well, when I was a teenager, um, I would just play music with my friends all the time. We never really like started like bands or did anything serious. And then um, when I was like 21, I joined a band called Gain playing guitar. And then I joined another band called Midfield um, to play drums. And then once uh, we were going to go on tour with New Shoes, which is old Sucker Punch. Um, but then COVID happened. And I was like, I'll just, you know, join the band then because their drummer had quit and I was supposed to fill in. So now I'm in Midfield and Sucker Punch. And that's just the short version of how I got here. Right. Yeah, busy man. What about you, Billy? Uh, I used to kind of just like listen to whatever was on the radio or whatever the hell my mom used to put on, like ABBA and shit like that. Then I discovered uh, like some forty one that led me to Slipknot, and that led me to playing guitar eventually. And um, I played in some like shitty pop punk bands with our vocalist now, uh, now Chris. Uh, we weren't that great, but it was so fun, <laughs> and uh, I just kind of kept at it. And I've been playing guitar for uh, I don't know, probably like about like. 15 years now. I probably should be a lot better than I am, but I'm a mediocre at best. <laughs> Passable, right? Just take a long time to tune. That's all. Just hey, tune man, faster. <laughs> Part of the song is tuning. Yeah. <laughs> How did uh, Sucker Punch come together and what happened to Nude Shoes? Nude Shoes started as uh, Andy's like solo project. And over time, we kind of, uh, he found me through uh, a. Pr- our mutual producer, uh, Pat Reese of Barraway Studios. Um, shout out to him. But um, so I was one of the first ones in New Shoes. And then uh, we kind of just got a, a huge conglomeration of people over, over time through Facebook groups and uh, Craigslist and stuff like that. And so we didn't really know anybody, you know, how it would work out. So clearly it was a shit show. We went through like eight people since then. Um, and then we switched, uh, you know, we decided to switch Chris to uh, main vocals and uh, we kind of went to more towards like a darker sound, maybe a little more heavy. Um, not like heavy, heavy, but you know, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, changing the name of sucker punch just kind of seemed like the next natural progression. Nice. Very cool. Nice. How do you, how do you feel about that? Tyler, um, jumping in kind of like midway through 
everything. What, like when I joined the band? Yeah, so yeah. We're like, when you joined weird. the band, was it Sucker Punch as soon as you joined, or was it still Tucker <clears throat> Oh, no, dude, we were, we were new shoes, and I, like, I had met Billy. Billy, was the first time I met you when we went to that, that, that thrift store in New Hope? Yeah, it literally was. So he, he had just joined the <laughs> band, and we were shopping for props for a music video for Billy's here. Oh, yeah, cool. nice. like the whole thing was like the video is supposed to be like in the 60s. So everyone's dressed like it's the 60s and they're all like partying and shit like while we're just playing. So I was like, all right, I never met any of these dudes. They could be <laughs> the weirdest fucking people in the world. And I just like went to the store in New Hope. And then um, that was like how I met everybody, really. And it was like quiet and awkward because like I don't know them and I don't want to talk. And then we went and did the music video. And yeah, it was man. it was awesome. We spent like ten hours working with Eric DiCarlo, who just did our next video. And yeah, super fun. So oh, damn. So they like really Billy, just threw it's you a secret. in. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, you're like, in a music video. Uh, make sure to dress like you're in the sixties. Yeah, <laughs> we'll shop with you. Don't worry. It's kind of funny. It's the same way. Like when I joined Midfield, like I met them all like immediately because the ba- like the bands wanted to like go go go. Like it was the same thing for both bands i'm in like they were just like go 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 you joined let's make a video immediately oh, damn. like i didn't nice. get like a proper introduction for anybody <laughs> it was kind of just like going right at it oh yeah um all right so before we jump into some of the more small uh more like questions for smaller bands what are some like major goals you guys want to accomplish with soccer punch i don't know i think our main goal is just uh i just want to play play shows i want to you know get our followers up i want to get uh more followers on on spotify more listeners and stuff like that we just we actually just got back from a little weekender uh today like i just got home maybe like what an hour ago or something i unpacked my stuff and yeah i I just want people to appreciate what we do and to love it as much as we do fuck yeah i love that yeah you gotta top that tyler let's go I don't know, man. Yeah, we're all on the same page. We just want to be playing shows and like make sure everybody that's watching is enjoying. Oh yeah. Like when we yeah. played last night, it was in Virginia, and we had like these two dudes were going hard. They knew every like line of every song, and we're like, "How?" Like all these yeah. songs, most of them are new, so it was so strange. But like, because we played there two weeks ago, and they somehow learned all the songs within the two weeks we, you know, since we've been to Virginia. Dude, I'd like yeah, to that was, that, that was, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Cause like again, like we're six hours away from home and like we're going hard and put leaving it all on the stage. And we can see them like mouthing out every word. I'm like, wow, this is kind of surreal. You know, like there's someone who actually gives a shit enough about what we do to learn everything and be into it. It was pretty yeah. uh, humbling, you know. It's cool. Yeah, this 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 little weekend run was actually like really nice because we had a lot of people at the shows that like were genuinely having a good time and watching and you know going hard for us so it was cool were they were all three of those shows in uh virginia then or did you guys do a little more traveling we did one like local to me which is um in pennsylvania and then we did one local to the rest of the dudes which is in new jersey and then um our singer guitar player andy lives in virginia beach oh, okay. like, near there so that's why it's like everybody's homes nice oh very cool that's awesome love it all right well roper how about you just hit us off with uh the first question okay so how do you guys manage to balance out everyone's schedules for practice and stuff like that? Uh, it's kind of a shit show, man. There's like six <laughs> of us. So, you know, three states all, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have people in uh, three different states. I mean, for the most part, I think 
not that like we leave our uh, availability open, but like kind of, you know, we practice the five of us minus Andy because he's in Virginia, uh, either in Pennsylvania uh, or in Broadway, New Jersey. Um, yeah, it's not as difficult as it seems. It's just, you know, and we need to do a lot of planning ahead of time. You know, we can't just do last minute. Hey guys, drop what you, whatever you're doing right now and, you know, get the hell over here. We just kind of have to plan it out. I don't know, dude. Sometimes it's like, it'll be like a Tuesday and you'll be like, Hey, practice Saturday. And then everyone's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of expected at this point. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't have a show, you know, or if we have time before the show, we'll try to practice on Saturday when everyone has off. Yeah. Cause realistically it's only like four free hours of your time. That's yeah. We can make that work. That's amazing though. Cause like with Roper and I, there have been many times where I was editing the podcast three hours before it's supposed to release. Yeah. Because <laughs> our schedules are so yeah, difficult. I can't, I can't imagine six. No, like it's hard enough for the both of us. So mm-hmm. I couldn't, do you guys do primarily do that over zoom then if you guys have a big band practice or do you guys kind of send over demos and stuff like that? I mean, in terms of writing, um, we kind of just send each other ideas, like little snippets here and there, and like, uh, yeah, like pretty like next, untraditional. Yeah, you know. And then uh, what we do is we kind of meet up. You know, I'm the thing going down to Virginia with uh, our bassist Will, uh, two weeks uh, just to you know get some more ideas solidified, just to, uh, do some pre-production, and um, yeah, and then we just kind of build off of that. We just meet, do media meetups every now and then. We don't really Zoom call ever. Because the the lag sometimes is super annoying, yeah. so we just try to do it in per, uh, person. No, that makes complete yeah. sense. Um, so, like in the grand scheme of things, how much does it cost to be in an up and coming band, and how do you guys all support it? Do you guys like have full time jobs that go into it, or how does that all work? Tell me, your- yeah, Billy, you're like smiling over there. <laughs> <laughs> this, this just sucks, man. It really uh, does suck. It's it's a lot of money. I mean, right now, like. I don't know. Uh, it, it all depends on what you want out of it, man. Like, uh, if you want to make it a, like a professional thing, if you want to make it like, uh, not, if you want it to make it to where it becomes your full-time job, you got to put a lot of time and money into it, man. So what we're doing right now is like every week we're putting like some money away. Each of us, we're saving up that way. All the money that we get from shows and, uh, merch sales are putting that aside. It, I don't know, man. Like I forget how much the last record cost us. I think it was around like five, six grand. Uh, at the end, yeah. at the end of the day, um, not including uh, uh, the music videos, or not including the uh, uh, PR or um, shit. What else do we do? Like uh, other promotional, like artwork and stuff. Like my buddy Eric does all, uh, all our artwork, and he's uh, pretty cool. Um, Eric Delgado, check him out. Design after death. Shout out again. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of money. I hate it. But it's fine. <laughs> like it's divided by six people, so it's really so it's not, not like. Yeah. Not as bad. When you're like a thousand dollars to record a whole like six song EP, like I'm, that's fine with me. I'll throw up a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, times six. Because like we don't want to cheap out on like recording stuff. Like with who we go to, that's like one thing we're pretty stern. Like we'll put the money into making it sound good. Yeah, all of you guys' stuff is really well produced. I enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. I mean, as someone, so I, I have a little music project on the side. I know exactly how expensive it can be because I'm not someone who's just going to be like, hey, uh, I can just record this with my own mic and then it'll be perfect. It'll sound great. But no, I like I actually spend money to go and do stuff and work with producers and all that fun stuff. And it adds up so damn quick that it's like, I think I'm five songs. I think I'm like about five grand in. 
And I've been, I've been like, it's just been a constant um, drain on me for the past year and a half. And so, <laughs> what is oh, it's uh, a money pit for sure? Yeah. Oh, one hundred. And you know how much money I expect to get back? Zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's how much mm-hmm. it is. Zero dollars yeah. back every time. <laughs> Got to spend money to make money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not making it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell them that, all right? Nah. Yeah, I figured you guys right, were rich, but we're now. making big bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what advice would you have for other up and coming bands when it comes to getting their music heard? I think just being nice, personable people goes a long way. Um, you know, I think it's one thing to have like a, a good product, you know, good music to put out there. But if you're going out there, you being a snobby asshole, or, or you know, you know, if you're going out being like a nice guy, watching everybody's sets um, trying to help as much as you can. Like people will want to work with you and, and, and support you. If you are a cool motherfucker, you know, like if you're a nice guy, people will want to come out for you and, and support you. So that's one of my biggest takeaways. Also hustle, hustle your ass off. Cause hustle. this shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get butt hurt when like, you know, you played to nobody about the other bands. Don't get discouraged. If like nobody's listening to your music or liking your posts, just keep doing it. Cause eventually you're going to get traction. It's uh, consi- uh, consistency is a big one, man. You want to work with people who you know stay on top of their shit. You want to keep uh, push putting stuff out there. You want to keep posting stuff. Like you need to be making people look at you all the time. The more often they'll see your name or your band, you know, the more likely someone might be to uh, check check your stuff out. You know, you just got to be consistent with it. Absolutely, that's for sure. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Just constantly putting stuff out there. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's, it's one thing where you post like ten times a day, but if you post like yeah, no, that's every other, weird. yeah, no, it's like, yo, <laughs> calm, calm down, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at that point, like Instagram or like whatever, like you're using is probably like diminishing your uh, your reach there. Yeah. yeah. Like, right, dude, don't fucking post ten things a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. We've we've seen it, and then we oh, yeah. that was like my thing when it come to like our social media. So I was like, hey, we're we'll do like one post a day, most of, like five days a week or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, and it's not going to be the yeah. same shit over and like it's. I want people to interact. I want people to see different things. So when it comes to social media and like new bands, it's like it's either one or two things. They don't post at all, or they post <laughs> like they spam the hell out of your feed, and you're like, I don't want to oh, follow this guy yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we call those people punishers, man. They just keep uh, you know. <laughs> keep throwing shit in your face and like messaging you like like the same copy pasted bullshit like that they sent to yeah. 1200 yeah. other people yeah like, right, cool bands, don't message other bands saying hey like, i love your music here's my spotify link please don't fucking do that because it is the biggest cringe thing like i'll just erase <laughs> the message and then i'm never going to tell anybody about your band or, or anything yeah. so don't do that i think that was like actual re- guys yeah, I mean, with us, we get messages every day where it's copy and pasted, and then like, yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not even gonna reply to these anymore. It's like no, we already like, have so many people that you know, and yeah. it's like if you can't have a conversation with us where it's like I don't feel like you're a bot, you know, like I don't really yeah, yeah. like start a genuine conversation <laughs> yeah, and like exactly. talk for a bit, then drop your fucking music bomb because then I'll be like, wow, you actually cared enough to like have a conversation like you're a human being. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing when you're like applying for jobs and shit. You want to look at like who the hiring person is and then like look into them, see what their name is. Like, I don't know, a little, a little bit of like research goes a long way, you know, like pretend like you at least pretend like you care about me and my band, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, so what's the best way that you have come across to market your band and how do you promote new releases? Look at what the bands that are like above you or that are considered like more successful than you copy what they're doing. Look at the hashtags you're using, look at, uh, the kind of promotional strategies, how often they're posting, 
Um, that that has helped us out a decent amount. Like, you know, you're allowed like what thirty hashtags on on uh, Instagram. There's like certain certain uh, strategies to what like it's like ten hashtags that are from two thousand to twenty thousand. Ten hashtags that are twenty thousand to two hundred thousand, and then two hundred to two million or some shit. It's confusing. Um, but you just look up literally just look up strategies strategies on Google. Like, see what the top strategies of twenty twenty two are or whatever the fuck year we're in. You know, whoever's watching from the future, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, uh, that's just kind of what we do. We tried some PR, you know, um, I think blogs do, they help out a little bit, not as much as they used to. Um, but yeah, it's email. Just again, the more people that see your name pop up, the more inclined they will be to check you out in the future. Absolutely. Do you guys yeah. go into uh, like when you post things on social media, how much of like the artwork do you release and and do you use other custom artwork maybe to potentially promote that release um, other than the album artwork? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, I know what you're saying. We do that for uh, a hope like hell. We experimented with that where my buddy Eric, uh, he uh, sent us kind of like a sticker sheet, not really a sticker sheet, the, the Photoshop file. And uh he, that allowed me to manipulate and move certain elements around. And we kind of made a whole campaign out of that um, to hype it up and, and drop it. And I think it works out pretty well for us. I think, I think going forward, we're probably going to be playing with that. So definitely like, I mean, again, you got to put money into the shit, man, you know, like spend money to make money kind of mentality, even if you're not making money, but you're getting other, you know, things that are valuable, like views and uh, you know, fans, potential fans. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll all pay off in the end too. Consistency, man. Yep. What's your guys' writing process like? Have you taken any like extra like classes or do you look at other bands as as like a huge inspiration? Uh do you force yourself to write or write when an idea comes? That was a mouthful and I apologize. (laughs) Yeah. That was fine. fine. I mean, um, I don't know how like the writing process for drums go. So, like, Tyler, what are you kind of I don't know. Like, I guess for like the songs that we have coming out now, they were all kind of different. Like, some of them were there, there was no dr- drums when they gave it to me. It's just guitar or metronome, and then I just I was going MIDI drums and write it out, finish everything, make sure everyone likes it, and then I'll learn it, and then I'll go track it with um, whoever we use to to do drums. But a lot of the time, like there's drums already there that like Andy did or, or our producer Pat did, or, and I'll just tweak them, change things, cut stuff up, like change like little tiny parts and, and then learn the songs again and and go record them. Like we, we don't like write them in person, which is like. Um, the untraditional part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the new way of bands. It is. I think most bands don't have the ability to constantly like it used to be, Hey, we're going to rent out a two bedroom apartment. We're going to sit four to five people in there and we're just going to play music until we hate each other. I feel like that was the old way. And now it's, this is better. (laughs) Yeah. I like this because like, if I like, don't like the guitars or something, I'll be like, Hey, I heard this like 2000 times and I don't like it. Can you change it? Mm -hmm. But like, yeah everything ended up being good so yeah i don't know i i kind of missed like not like not that i was ever like a part of the old school approach but like so i, I mean i do write, have writing sessions with like some other people in the band like uh our vocalist chris or our other vocalist andy and i some people we just have good chemistry with you know so um things will start flowing uh if i'm stuck on one thing by myself i bring it to chris or andy or, or julio or will and they're like oh I'll try this instead try this instead and then you know some like just the more brain juices are flowing 
Um, it's it's very it's it's a lot more convenient to be able to do everything on like a desktop. But um, I think there's more uh, uh, character in the group uh, approach. Anything Andy writes is like so incredibly easy for me to write drums to. He just has like this bouncy like technical. <clears throat> I, I don't know. He's really good. I, I like Andy's guitar stuff. Yeah, Andy has like, like a crazy person. Yeah. Dude, he dumps out so many songs so fast. I'm like, I can't even keep up like with writing the drums to them. And they already have drums on them. So I'm like, I can't keep up, man. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a better problem to have other than like the guys like, yeah, I haven't come up with a song in like three years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, here's, you know, eight songs at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does seem excessive, but I mean, still, it's better. <laughs> but they're all good. So then you're like, shit, well, which one do we cut? Because we can't yeah, keep Yeah, which one do we cut? Which one yeah. do we keep? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You just save it for later half the time. That's what I've heard a lot of bands that's, all pick their favorite song oh, and they'll save it for later. Yeah, this next record we're going to be working on it on in uh, in June is or recording in June is going to be a lot of that. You know, a lot just, of leftovers. There's one called Oblina. Yeah, <laughs> didn't make the last record. I really <laughs> liked it. I was sad it didn't make it. <laughs> I, I really wanted God, to hear it, it done, just, but it was just too underwritten, like uh, lyrically. Uh, uh, instrumentally, is uh, for the most part, it's there. But you know, and the, name, next, the next Oblina. record. Yeah, it's the chick from you know Avril Monsters. I call monsters, right? Is that oh, her? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, like that the was black, a flashback. Like, yeah, I don't know what she is. She got lips, really big. She's got lips. Like, she's, yeah, she's <laughs> no, got I, the I know what you're talking like, about. Like my Nickelodeon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Nickelodeon show. Yeah, my my. I uh, just had a big PTSD moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right. So when it comes to recording, do you guys work with producers or do you self-produce? Maybe a little bit about big, both. I can't, I can't talk. <laughs> Jesus. You guys make me nervous. Uh, I mean, for like anything like released officially, like we'll always involve somebody else. But I think yeah. we're, are we, did we record? We're doing a cover. Are we allowed to say that? Is that a yeah, secret, yeah, Billy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can we're, cut it out. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. I, I don't yeah, think it is, gonna... but... I don't think it's. But we tracked it, so yeah. So our the acoustic record that we released as under new shoes, um, that was all done DIY. I recorded that with uh, our guitarist Julio. Um, We sent it to our our buddy Jeff to uh, uh, Jeff McKinnon to uh, mix that for us, mix and master. So it's it's recorded by us. We just recorded a cover of Transit, uh, one of Transit songs, all uh, DIY as well. So we'll see how that comes out in a couple months. I think we're also sending that. To Jeff too. Yeah, it's already sent over. Yeah, it's it's getting mixed. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I didn't even know. Very cool. So if we're not feeling uh, uh adventurous, we'll go to our buddy Pat to uh you know help us produce and, and record all their stuff otherwise. How much of a deciding factor do you have on your mixes? Uh do you trust who you work with hundred percent or do you sprinkle in your own ideas? Oh boy. I mean, yeah, Jeff Jeff. Jeff kills it. Uh, Jeff uh, McKinnon kills yeah. it. I mean, yeah, um, Jeff. Jeff and Pat are great. Pat contributes to a lot of the actual songwriting too, which is, is yeah, wonderful. Pat, yeah, Pat's the man, man. I, lo- I, I love working with Pat. He's like the unofficial like seventh member. With him, we are emo sub not. You know, God bless the both of them for working with us, man. Like, uh, especially me, because I'm a fucking picky asshole. Like, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I, I hear one mix and like I don't like this. They send it back. I'm like, okay, I like that now. But no, now I- it's like you don't like. Yeah, there's one thing that you fucking like stick to, and you won't let it go. You like bang yeah, your dude, fucking fists on the table. Like, have, no, like, this fucking snare can't change or stay. 
Dog, I have an, a, a expectations in my brain, all right? And, and ideas, and I, I need them to come across. It sucks when you have, like, a vision, and you can't, like, make it happen yourself, and you have to rely, rely on other people. So not that, like, yeah. I'm, where I'm, like, sac- uh, or sacrificing anything or, or uh, comp- uh, compromising, but, you know, I, I, all my stuff's in the faith of other people. You know? In a sense, though, we're yeah. compromised. We, we find a balance for yeah. everybody. Yeah, this isn't the Billy Show. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Unfortunately, it's not the Billy Show. You did name the song Billy's Here. Oh, that was actually Andy. I'm not that much of a narcissist. Believe it or not, it's not even about Billy. I thought it was about Billy. It's not. Nothing to do with Billy. Yeah, no, nothing to do with Billy. <laughs> weird that's awesome just hey, a strange coincidence I, I would subscribe to the billy show yeah but. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to like getting back mixes and stuff like that i feel like there's always this this you you hear what you want the song to be and then if the mix comes back and it's not that you're like well this is shit even if it's good are you guys the same way yeah. no that's how billy is 100 <laughs> <laughs> i mean i yeah, no, I mean, I, I just don't like things to be overproduced. Like, uh, I think I think that's one of the issues that's in, like, pop punk right now. A lot of it's very clean and polished, which, you know, to an extent, it's cool. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, thanks, Travis I, I Parker. Something. Yeah. yeah. He's in I everyone's do. band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally what I want to do. I just want to do what he does, play for everybody. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know yeah. if you want that title now. <laughs> yeah. we He's uh, become kind of an enemy on our show. Like... Oh, oh no, really? I don't want to be the enemy. Yeah, I'll, stay, no. I'll stay with two bands. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're already pushing it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, bro. Yeah, I don't have time for one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, man. How does a newer band get on the bill for like local shows or just shows in general if you're just starting out? Um, I think networking is key, man. You know, so like what uh, me, Andy, Tyler, and a couple of the other guys do, um, we join Facebook groups. Like we're in NJDIY, PADIY. Uh, uh, like Connecticut, yeah, we're literally just in all these groups and we're always sharing our stuff. We're always inquiring like about, uh, you know, like other venues and stuff like that. And we'll just hit the venue up, say, Hey, you have anything uh, available for this genre or, or anything multi-genre coming up? And, um, or yeah, this is pretty much something like that. Or like you hit them up saying, Hey, I'm trying to plan like a weekender or a little tour. Like, can we have blank date at, at your venue? And they'll be like, Oh Yeah. Or they'll say no. You know, the worst I can say is no. And then you check out another venue. You know, pretty fun. Yeah, networking. Go to shows too. Go to shows. Meet yeah. people. Talk to people. Make friends. Follow yeah, people on Instagram. Friends. Message them. Talk to them. That's literally like how we got some of our shows just by <laughs> making friends. That's what I'm saying. But, but going back to what I said before, be fucking personable. Be a good guy. Just like, you know, people want to work with you if you're a cool guy or cool, cool person, you know? Yeah, chances are like when you're playing shows, like I haven't met like any like, that's mean or like isn't like worth my time like everybody's pretty cool so like it's really easy to make friends in the scene and like yeah like you know every band wants to play shows so just yeah yeah. more shows once you start like one little like group of shows like it's just like snowballs from there yeah takes off absolutely yeah be personable i feel like that's the the overall message you know um and last and not least overall what is the most difficult part of being an up-and-coming band i don't know like we all work really hard and like when things don't take off as much as you hope them to it's kind of a bummer um 
you know, I'm always, I'm a competitive person and I kind of, I kind of always have been. So when I see like all my friends doing really cool things or other bands, I really look up to doing really cool things and I'm not there yet. It, it, it hurts. It sucks. It's defeating at times. Um, but it, it, you know, the competitive part of me is like, all right, let's, let's regroup. Let's rethink. Let's re-strategize about like what we did wrong. Look at what we did right. Capitalize off that as much as we can. Um, it's it's probably just just the grind that's that's the most uh, daunting for uh, the majority of us. It's 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 a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money. Um, but you know, if you really love the craft, if you really love what you do, then it, it'll be worth it in the end. I, I agree, one hundred percent. But yeah, very important not to get discouraged. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then you're then you're not motivated. And yeah, that sucks. I think that's what it is for a lot of bands. Like they don't see the success right away. And, uh, no, so I think for people in general, man, I can't tell you how many, how many like friends I've heard talk about like, yeah, I tried to like learn guitar for a while and I just wasn't good at it. So I stopped. It's like, (laughs) Hey man, that's not how it works. Like Mm -hmm. again, I've been playing guitar for like 15 years and I'm still not good. Like (laughs) dude, it goes with anything. You can learn how to do anything. Literally, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> like when you're a fucking baby, like you can't just walk right away. Like you have to fucking learn how to do that. Yeah. There's like this 35 year old. It's like it just wasn't good to walk, and just so I just crawled. Right. So it never did. Oh. Just crawled my entire life, guys. Yeah, I, I think of it like the Amazon effect. As soon as Amazon came around, it was like two day shipping. No one was patient anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so like they just expected like things to instantly come, and it's just not the. I mean, I remember when I was learning how to play guitar, and I and I put it down, and then one day I was just like, well, I'm sad enough and bored that i'm just gonna you know do this and then i just kept at it i think that's what it is yeah repetitively keep doing it and like you said billy i suck dick at guitar too so <laughs> and i mean i've been playing it for like three or four years probably longer actually now that i think about it again like you have to like look at i don't know like strategize like think about like oh i can't play this so let me look at exercises that you know can help with this technique or, or you know you you have to think about it and you have to uh uh just be dedicated, disciplined about it. You know, like same thing goes with anything. You know, same thing. Yeah. Getting shows, playing shows, writing music, dude. Like, you know, you got to find a group of people who are all on the same page, which is hard as shit. But, you know, once it you is, do, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But last night, we all like, when we got back to Andy's, I was like, yo, tonight was the first night where we were so incredibly in sync all like, across like every member. Oh, dude, it was yeah. great. It was insane. Yeah, this weekend was really big for us, man. Like, I think this was like the first time like I really felt like super proud to hop off the stage and be like, "We killed it, we crushed it." You know, it did seem like a kind of pivotal like weekend for us. It did. I, I, I think, I think what's to come will be uh, good things for us. So I'm pretty, pretty pumped about it. Hell yeah. That's I'm, awesome. I'm excited to watch the ride of you guys. I, I ever since we heard that uh, acoustic new shoes thing, and then yeah. like we've just been following you ever since and seeing you grow. So we're excited to see you hit the big leagues one day. Yeah. And then Tyler can be the next Travis Barker. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the, the dude from Dropping Ugly last night was like, hey, if you ever want to play drums, you know, I'll pay you. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. I got all the time in the world. I could quit my job if I'm playing drums that much. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. part of it, right? I mean, yeah, it's the goal, man, to like stop working some bullshit jobs to uh, do this full time. Playing drums for a living, dude, I would, I would <laughs> die, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before we go, I wanted to shed some light on your newest single, "Walls Kicks Will." Fucking Christ, "Wall Kicks <laughs> Will Work," dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wall give Kicks us, for short. <laughs> give us the scoop on this track. What's it about? Um, what can we expect? And after that, we'll go ahead and play the song. Um, so 
the the name is from uh, Super Mario sixty four. There's like that penguin level where you need to kick off the wall to yeah. uh, get the last star or something. The song is about bouncing back from like a breakup and having your uh, you know just being really defeated, being really dependent on that person, and just having your friends and, and your the company that you keep really keep you afloat and just make you feel better. The lyrics are a little sad, but then it gets like cheery at the end and really really big and massive and. And I'm really proud of this one. Um, we have a, a you know a whole record coming out. I think it'll be out by I don't know. We're releasing singles. It should should be out by what like June or July or some shit. Nice. August I think. I don't know. Some 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 somewhere down the line in the future. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and this is your first full length, correct? It's not going to be a full length. It's going to be an EP. Oh, EP. Uh, okay, perfect. Yeah, full length. They're dead. Get me. You got me excited for nothing, and I'm a little no. disappointed <laughs> oh. now. I wanted a full length. I wanted a full length. I'm just saying. Hey man, like. <laughs> All right, straight up, like full lengths are cool if you have a following, but if you don't, it's a waste <laughs> yeah. of money and it's yeah. a waste of material. Sure, that's you know, do it eventually. Just not yet. eventually, yeah. But like again, if you have like even if you have like a thousand followers, dude, like you know, I don't know, we're spending what ten, twenty, uh, probably fifteen grand on a twelve song EP, like or twelve song record, like it's gonna go to waste. So incredibly unappealing. Yeah, exactly. Why would <laughs> buy a car? An asshole, I don't know for an hour, and you know, I can listen to for listen to them for like twenty minutes. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's fair. Or three minutes and 40 seconds at a time. Yeah, exactly. That's what those singles are for. It's a lot easier to make someone listen to that amount of time than an hour. I totally understand (laughs) where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay, cool. Guys, uh, well, we're going to go ahead and play the track. Uh, Before, I just want to say thanks so much for coming on the show. It was, we had a blast, and you guys are just as cool over Zoom as you are in the DMs. Yeah. Oh, well, that's always Billy in the DMs, but I'm on their own. Make sure you're being cool. Make sure I don't do anything stupid. And I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for thanks for having us on, and thanks for supporting us, and thanks for listening to us, man. Like it it, uh, really means a lot. It really does.
Roper. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Billy and Tyler? They were so cool. They were so cool. And they made time for us. They did. Like we, this was a last minute idea. Yeah. And they, and just, they, they just, jumped in right after a tour they did. Yeah. They just got back from an all weekend tour. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they played like, they said that they played three shows this weekend, right? One in uh, New Jersey. One PA. In PA. And then one in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. It's a lot of driving. That is that is a lot, and it wears on you mentally. Oh, and yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll jump on the podcast." Yeah, they looked they looked a little tired, but they kept the energy up. So I they was did very appreciative. They did. They gave like a lot of like um, valuable information. Yeah, I think so. Uh, if you are a small and up and coming band, this is definitely hopefully something that you can take uh, forward with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and I I think we said it a few times, but the whole I I think the whole message behind it was. Uh, persevere yeah keep moving forward and be a halfway decent person yeah be i think nice. that helps be nice and try hard mm-hmm. don't be like roper are any of you listeners in a small and up and coming band if that is the case we would love to hear from you if you want to be a part of the show we have a nifty google form you can fill out to give us all the info we need to get your song submitted you can find a link to the form in our link tree on any and all of our social medias now roper this week we have drop foot with their song stone cold bummer Ooh. Said that like a Ford commercial. Bummer. Yeah. Ford tough. So what's uh what's going on with Dropfoot? I'm sure they're not associated with Ford. Let's find out. <laughs> um, we're a three-piece band from New Jersey. We've all played in other bands before, but Dropfoot is super new. We amassed a bunch of songs over the course of a year and a half, and when the pandemic happened, we decided to put an album together. We played our first shows as Dropfoot this summer, and we're happy to be back at it. Love it. Love the energy there. Um, So the story behind Stone Cold Bummer, Um, it is an energetic, angry, and dissipant tune about not knowing where to go or what to do. It's about being painfully aware of your surroundings and wanting to change them, but never actually doing anything about it because you are either scared of the consequences or too unsure of yourself. Um, The song name, um, and also the album name, is an O2 WWE superstar Stone Cold Steve Austin's famous move, the Stone Cold Stunner. He even makes a cameo appearance at the end of the song. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> Roper's like, this is Roper's world. I am enjoying this thoroughly. There has been references to both Nintendo and WWE on the and, same episode. And... Nickelodeon too. and Nickelodeon, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Roper's life, all in one little bundle. I'm, so, I'm such a happy boy. Well, happy boy. Should we fucking kick it? Let's kick it.
the bottom line, cause Stone Cold sets Roper, buddy. Yeah. What'd you, uh, what'd you think? I thought it was great. I like the more raw sound to it. Yeah, I do too. I think that's what made it stand out to me when yeah. they sent it to us. Absolutely. And like the guitars were just fucking going at it. Yes. They were strong. I really liked the... So I was really into it. Um, really happy to have these guys on the show. Yeah. Um, guys, guys. Listen to me. How many do they have? They only have 34 monthly what? listeners. That's it. No. That is it. We got to get more. We need more for Dropfoot. Come on, guys. They deserve it. They got a whole... They have actually a good amount of releases out. And you guys need to go ahead and give them the time of day. Yeah. Like we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So go ahead, check out Dropfoot, and make sure to check out Stone Cold Bummer. Hell yeah. Well, it's that time. time. Every episode. If you're looking for us, you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, we're on Facebook. Yep. We're on Twitter. That's, yeah. We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're, we're on some... Spotify. Yes. We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All at <laughs> P-P-E-S podcast. Mm-hmm. What is that you say? P-P-E-S podcast. Wow, um, you sounded so thrilled to say, <laughs> say that for like the 60th time. It, it's pretty close to the 60th time. I think so, yeah. Um, but we had a we had a lot of fun this episode. Um, it was like one of those very last minute things um, because we try to have an interview and we uh, been doing too many too, too many top fives. Yeah. We love our top fives. Don't get us wrong. We do. Um, but sometimes we got to add some people to the mix. I liked I liked this little concept that we did this week. Yeah, me too. We'll have to do more stuff like that. Yeah. We'll have to be like, Billy Joel, I'm sure. What's it like to be the biggest band? <laughs> yeah. In pop punk. It actually probably more Mark Hoppus or something. Yeah. I'll hit him up. It's fine. Yeah. My producer has his drummer's phone number, so. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> That's a real story. I know it is. Um, it's He's got... He's got Travis Barker's number. Yeah, he's got Travis Barker's number. I don't remember how he told me he managed to get it, but um, it's probably not even his number anymore. You no. know how they change their numbers all the time. But anyway, yeah, he like he was like, <coughs> not I wouldn't say bragging, but he brought it up to me, and I was like, no fucking way. He like screenshot it and then like scribbled out his number. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. 